Football on off the ball. With Sky. All the football you love in one place. Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports. We are going to turn, before we talk about Iran, to uh, touch on France last night. They were 4-1 winners against Australia. Rabiot with the goal. Giroud with record-breaking goals. And Mbappe, who was electric, got his goal as well. Very happy to say Jean-Philippe Leclerc of L'Equipe is with us. Evening, Jean-Philippe. Good evening. Great to have you with us. If Jean-Philippe looks familiar to any of you, he was also on the uh, FIFA Netflix documentary. So I'm sure, uh, Jean-Philippe, you've been watching this rather strange uh, political World Cup happen with uh, extra interest. I don't think Mr Infantino has done his reputation much good over the last couple of days. No, not exactly, uh, at least in Europe, because, uh, but I, I'm not sure that uh, Mr. Infantino uh, really cares anymore about what we think in uh, Western Europe. I think he's more interested in uh, what they think in the rest of the world, because uh, uh, what he wants is to stay the boss of the FIFA. And uh, you know what it is, it's uh, one vote, one, one country. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all this controversy, uh, Around the, the the rainbow flag and, and etc. It was, uh, I mean, it's sad to say that, but it was more a Western con- con- controversy than a rest of the world controversy. So, by banning any any kind of um, protests by by uh, the the seven teams that uh, that wanted to to wear the armband, I think is making him very popular in uh, in Asia, in Africa in South America, in Central America, and maybe for him it's much more important than being popular in his uh, ex-continent or yes. his own continent. Jean-Philippe, there was always the possibility, given the short lead-in time to this World Cup, that we might see strange results at the group stages, and we have seen that with Argentina, and we've seen that with Germany. Uh, the French, given the injury situation, looked like prime candidates maybe to have a wobble. Uh, Benzema injured, Kempepe, Varane, Kante, of course, and Pogba included. And yet, uh, despite conceding the first goal against Australia, they were very, very good in many ways last night. We'll talk about Giroud and Mbappe in just a moment. What struck me about the French performance, uh, not least Griezmann in a midfield role at times, uh, was the work rate. Uh, This looked like a team that were very, very hungry and very, very focused. Yes, uh, I have to admit that the mood in a country in France before the, the tournament was was uh, was a bit dark because of all the, the injuries you have mentioned. And the last but not least was uh, the injury with uh, Benzema. Uh, I mean, he won the Ballon d'Or and uh, there were a lot of expectations uh, around him. But in, in a sense, the fact that, you know, Benzema was back home, I mean, the, there was not this, this kind of a permanent uh, uh, mystery, will he play, will he not play? And... I mean, now we know he's not going to play the World Cup. So maybe for the for his teammates, it was a kind of relief that uh, the situation was solved. Maybe in a bad way, but at least it was solved. Yeah. And, um, so you have to 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 figure that um, all those injuries. It's a it's a great opportunity for other players. Maybe some of the players look at uh, Ibrahima Konate. Uh, he had only two caps before the yesterday's game. It was a bit of a surprise in France that he was in a, in a, in, a, in the last 26, you know, for for Qatar, and uh, he was in the starting lineup. So it's opportunity for for players that are, I mean, they are still playing. In the, we had a lot of injuries, 
But if you look at the names, if you look at the club they are playing for, uh, I mean, yesterday, uh, with all the injuries that we had, we still had three players, three defenders from uh, Bayern Munich and one from Liverpool. It's, it's not that bad. Mm. So it was more the, the, the doubts in France were more about the way they would play together. But um, And some players, Upamecano, for example, uh, since uh, yesterday, I mean, he was... It was very good with Bayern Munich, but uh, before yesterday, it was not very good with France. Every every time he had the opportunity, so so yes, it was kind of a relief, uh, yeah. especially af after this absolutely uh, nightmare. I mean, the beginning of the game was a nightmare with a goal conceded, another injury for Lucas Hernandez, but uh, but the boys, the Bleu, have, have been I mean good enough to uh, to uh, come back and to win. Uh, this game quite brilliantly. Mm. Uh, certainly, um, my football viewing over the last number of uh, months has uh, been very focused on Erling Haaland as the uh, preeminent footballer in the Can world. Yeah. And yet it was quite something to watch Mbappe last night and to be reminded that he is the most gifted footballer in the world at the moment. He was electric. And any time the ball went anywhere in his vicinity, there was an electricity in the air and there, there was possibility in the air and he looked so sharp. Um, I was struck by a feature on him, Jean-Philippe, which was on the BBC before the game. And he is not short of confidence as a human being, I think it is fair to say. Uh, he said pretty frankly, in quite good English as well, I am a superstar. Uh, he is uh, a young man who knows just how good he is and it seems like he's uh, very ready to let the world know over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, we know him quite well now and he always been like this. When he was playing for Monaco, when he was very, very young, maybe he was uh, 17 or 18, he mm. was complaining that he was not playing for the first team. And then when he arrived, uh, when he started to play for Paris Saint-Germain, Remember that uh, he arrived uh, the same uh, year uh, than Neymar, and uh, everybody thought, "Okay, we got this superstar for Paris Saint-Germain, Neymar, and we got we've got this promising young player, Mbappe." But uh, for Mbappe, it was clear that uh, he was not, the, you know, he was not the Robbie of Batman. He wanted to be Batman himself. <laughs> it was pretty pretty obvious for, for him right from the beginning. So he's full of confidence. He's always asking for responsibilities. So the fact that Benzema is not uh, there anymore, um, maybe if, I think for him it's not such a problem. And um, Deschamps said something uh, today at the press conference. He said that it, it could well be, the it should be the, the, the World Cup, of the um, Mbappe's World Cup. Uh, and um, of course, it, I mean, you won the World Cup with France four years ago, but, uh, but he was not the boss four years ago. And... Um, now, with Benzema out, uh, I mean, he's the boss of uh, of, uh, of Le Bleu. That's 100% uh, sure, and that's obvious for everybody now. Yeah. I mean, for his teammates, for the press, for the medias, for, for Deschamps, Mbappe is the boss. Yeah, it was very apparent. And Jean-Philippe, I'm correct in saying that for PSG, where he has Neymar and Messi playing behind him and he's central, he prefers the setup in France where he comes in off the left-hand side and it's, well, I guess Benzema if all things were going well, but Giroud, as of last night, through the middle, he, he prefers to be coming in off that left-hand side. Yeah, he, he likes it very much. Um, he said that. Uh, he was very honest about it. Uh, he said that um, 
he had more fun playing for France than playing for Paris Saint-Germain because uh, he likes to play with the kind of uh, with um, with uh, is the kind of player that Giroud is, you know, that he can play behind him and he can turn around him. And uh, for him, it's much more comfortable than, uh, you know, being up front. And um, yeah, the fact that what we know for, for sure is that um, when he renew his contract with with Paris Saint-Germain, he had the, the um, I mean, the, 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 the people at Paris Saint-Germain told him that they, they will get rid of Messi or Neymar because uh, Mbappé said, if we, are, if we have Neymar, Messi and I, we will never win the Champions League because, uh, you know, the, 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 the equilibre of the team is not good enough. Mm. I don't know what the English for, sorry. But um, with France, is, is yeah, he, he likes better to play for France. He's, he's on a left wing, but he can come with his right foot. And uh, yesterday, uh, he, he had so many opportunities that he created himself. Really. Yeah. It was really a pure joy to see him playing like this with Dembele on the other side. Uh, he's very friend with Dembélé, so yes. After the this disastrous start of the game, it was really a pleasure to, to see them both playing. Yeah, he looked in very good spirits. He didn't cut a frustrated figure. He looked very happy, very at ease. I was sitting in a petrol station last night in Roscommon, and I'm under God, the window got tapped three <laughs> times in ten minutes. They are that mad. was the one lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they're mental, but yeah, that's don't go to rock. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. We should talk about Giroud. So Olivier Giroud uh, in scoring last night has gone level with the great Thierry Henry on 51 international goals. I was surprised at this. I did not realise he had been so prolific at international level. He's 36 years of age now. I would say in the main, John philippe I can't speak for everybody, but I would say despite doing very good things at Arsenal and Chelsea, he was often a maligned figure, a dismissed figure, an underrated figure. I think it's really only quite late in his career, maybe that he's, he's getting the credit he deserves. What's his standing been in French football over the last decade? It's exactly the same. <laughs> it's exactly the same. It, it's even hard for us to realise that uh, he scored more goals than Platini, than Zidane, than Zidane and uh, as many goals as, uh, as Henri. And you know, even few few months, not to say few few weeks ago, there was still a debate in France: uh, should he uh, should he play for France uh, at the World Cup? Because uh, he had bad relations with uh, Benzema, uh, then he had not very good relation with uh, Mbappe, and um, it looks he, he has been a super sub for all his uh, career, even in France, uh, even with the French national team. And it's only very recently that he, he started to resent this this situation and he started to say. Okay, that uh, he d- didn't want to be a substitute anymore. So Deschamps was kind of um, honest with him and said, "Okay, if you if you come to Qatar, you have to understand that you are not sure to to start because uh, um, it should be Benzema, Mbappe, and Griezmann who should who should uh, start the game." And um, so Giroud said, "Okay, uh, I'm ready to I'm ready to 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 come to Qatar and uh, sit on the bench." Uh, uh, I would, there would be no problem. But at the end of the day, with what happened to Benzema, uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, he played last night and he's going to play against Denmark and he's going to play against Tunisia. And uh, we hope so in France that he's going to beat the record, not simply to uh, equalize the record, but uh, that he's going to be the best scorer of, the, of France ever. And uh, once again, even for us in France, 
it's not always easy to realize that because uh, no. if you compare to his reputation to Platini, Thierry Henry, Zinedine Zidane, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it is remarkable. I yeah, was. Uh, it's it's, we it's were just, not the same kind of. Uh, no, it's not. It's it, aura of it, charisma. It sure isn't. I was just saying on, earlier on the show. If he scored fifty-one goals, I feel like I've missed about forty-four of them. You know, I just. <laughs> uh, it's been that kind of career. But fifty-one goals for any country is extraordinary. And as you said, yeah. the, the players he surpasses. I mean, he'll hold the record for a time, and then I presume Mbappe will uh, sail by him eventually. And and you have to remember that he didn't score a, a single goal four years ago. During the World Cup, yeah, Giroud, and uh, so it's uh, it was his first two goals in the World Cup since uh, in the, since Brazil. So look, we haven't seen everybody yet, uh, Jean Philippe. We, we mentioned the Argentinian situation and and Germany today. Spain looked very good. We'll see Brazil tomorrow night, and uh, I guess uh, England were uh, pitched up in reasonable shape as well. What are your uh, early thoughts as the first round of matches? Uh, reach a conclusion as to how the big boys are shaping up? I think you have to always to be a bit cautious with the first game. Mm. Uh, for example, if you look at France, remember uh, two years ago, I think you called me after the, the, the game we won, the first game of the Euro, when we won against Germany, in Germany, 1-0. Yeah. We were so optimistic. And look what happened after that. I mean, we, we had the three, two miserable games in, uh, at, the, at the group stage. And then we were kicked out second round by Switzerland. So I think you have to be careful. And um, it's always better when you fin when you win when you win the first game. But uh, it's not because you win the first game that you're gonna go far, you know, and that you're gonna win the trophy. So I think we still have to be. Yeah, I don't want to be. I mean, too rude to uh, to my Australian friends. But uh, yesterday it was only Australia. Mm. And, uh, you know, you know their the, their players better than we do because. Uh, they play in second division England. They play in uh, in Scotland. They they used to play in Premier League football in uh, in England. Now they play in second division or or, uh, or in Scotland. So it's I I really thought that that Australia last night was was not as good was uh, was not as good as they were four years ago. So it was only Australia. So we have to calm calm down a, a bit because. Uh, I think Denmark is going to be another story. Last time we played them, we we, we lost 2-0 and it was only uh, last September. So uh, we'll know more about this this uh, French uh, team uh, after the games against uh, Denmark. And uh, we thought that Tunisia would be easy, but what they show against uh, Denmark was not so bad. So I think we have to be careful. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, we'll see how it all transpires. But certainly, they pitched up in. Not too French. Not too arrogant. Yeah. What's wrong, Jean Philippe? I thought you were going to say, for you know, once. it's in the bag. Just for once. <laughs> it doesn't suit you. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks, Jean Philippe. Thanks to you, Jean Philippe Leclerc, there of the uh, Keep Magazine. Told us about France's win against Australia last night. Four-one win. Our football show coverage is brought to you by Sky. All the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports. So on Monday, as you know, we were talking about the Iranian protest. They didn't sing the anthem. There were um, boos of the anthem in the crowd. The crowd applauded tearfully in some instances, the Iranian players not singing. Uh, It would seem that looked like a very straightforward case of team and people united against regime. But apparently, as Jerry Longman of the New York Times will explain to us now, it's far more uh, complicated. Many, many people in Iran still very unhappy with the team for travelling to the World Cup in the first place. So, Jerry Longman, a great guest to have with us of the New York Times, is uh, on the way in just one moment. 
Football on off the ball. With Sky. All the football you love in one place. Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports.